You're Steve Ledson, fifth generation winemaker in the Valley and the Sonoma Valley. And tell us a little bit about Ledson Wines. Well, like I was saying, my great-great-grandfather started making wines back in the 1860s here in Sonoma County. He had 160 acres, and he planted Zinfandel and Alicante. In the 1860s, he was making 8,000 gallons of wine, and there's 2.4 gallons per case. So you can figure out that was quite a few cases of wine back in those days. And then that passed down to my great-grandfather and then down to my grandfather. And then it passed on down to my dad and then down to me. And we've been in the valley the whole time. A lot of my family has actually worked for other wineries over the years. One of them planted most of the country winery grapes back in the 60s and 70s. Another one worked for B.R. Cohen, planted all their initial vineyards. Wow. My dad used to have a, we called it sharecropping. My dad had hundreds of acres of vineyard he took care of. And, and what he did is he'd go in and he'd farm the land and sell the fruit, and then he would give them a percentage of that. So, because some years would be really good, some years would be off. And so we'd take the cost out, and then what was left would give them X percentage of it. So that's how I grew up doing that. We had a few vineyards of ourselves, my dad did. And we used to sell a lot of fruit to the, what's now Kimwood Winery, used to be called Pagani Winery back then, old Julius Pagani. Mm -hmm. We used to go in there and get a gallon jug of wine from his. My dad thought he was a pretty good winemaker. I can remember that. That gallon jug, we had that in the the cellar all the time. My dad would go down and bring it up. We'd never top it off or anything. And I think back on all those years about that. Uh, what the quality of wine, you know, where the quality of wine has gone over the last 50 years is just amazing. So now we have three different brands, three different wineries. We own the Letson Winery and Vineyards, is, and it's the maintain is located at 7335 Sonoma Highway, and that's known as the castle throughout the world. Oh, yes, 60, right. It's 16,000 square feet it's on four different floors, and we do a lot of private tastings that I do myself or my assistant winemakers will do those tastings. There's nine wine bars in here. Six of them are all small areas for private tastings. The other three are for just everyday general traffic people that come by. We have about 250 acres of our 6,000 acres of ranch land planted in grapes. And we have another brand called Mountain Terraces, which is in a new appellation called Moon Mountain District. And it's got to be known, it's a new appellation was just approved. It's, It's a very, very small appellation, but it was approved because of the extreme quality and character of the wine that's made from that region. Wow. And we have 125 acres in that region. So we're producing two caps from there. It's shipped mainly in the club. You can't taste there unless you're invited by one of our team here, or if you happen to know somebody that's in the club, they bring you along or something. So wow, that's ex- cool. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal, Cabernet. Right now, our sales are about 400 cases and growing. And then we have the original winery, Zenite Cuttingham. Uh, we still have that winery going, and we're just doing a really exciting thing on the square. The taste room's at 41st Street East, and we're putting in a, we had a restaurant downstairs and six-room hotel upstairs, and then the tasting room in there. And now we just now are coming out with our food and wine pairing. And I've actually been interviewing chefs from all over the world. And I finally today just get a confirmation of a fellow that I hired that he's living in Hawaii right now, but he trained in Japan and worked there for a couple of years. And then he went to France and, and went to school in France and then worked there for a couple of years. And then he moved to the Napa Valley and worked there for a couple of years. And then he was offered a, a phenomenal paying job back on Kona on the island of Hawaii. 
and he went back, but you know, he really misses this climate and just the people and the wines and everything that come out of Sonoma and Napa. And so I was able to get him to come over and do the food and wine pairing for us two weeks ago. And I had 12 of my management people here and it just blew everybody away. I mean, the food made the wine, even though the wines are impeccable, it actually made the wine taste better. It, it brought out these more layers of flavor that you that you didn't normally pick up without the food. And I've been to food wine pairings all, all over the country, and mostly what you get is that the food tastes better. And I always tell people, you know, this, <laughs> this is a little confusing to me because we're, we're not selling we're not selling food here. We're selling wine. <laughs> so the wine kind of gets dumbed up and the food is pronounced. And so I was so excited. My my whole staff was just ecstatic. And I just found out an hour ago that he has taken the job. He signed the, the letter and sent it back to me. So Oh, that's wonderful. Well, congratulations. You're going to have a really interesting restaurant. Is that in Sonoma? It's in Sonoma. It's at 480 1st Street East. It's called Zenahide Cunningham, which is our original family from the 1800s. We're um, farming 250 acres. We replant Every year, we're, we're bringing on new techniques, new wood, and we have some phenomenal sites. You can do mountaintop tastings at the Mountain Terrace Winery where you're at 2,000 feet. You can see all of San Francisco, Oakland oh, Bay Area, all of yes. Valley. It's just phenomenal. You can land there in your helicopter and land on the, the pad. You know, when you I was up there up on, on those driving those roads in those mountains, I didn't have a helicopter. It's that's what you need. You need a helicopter. <laughs> How the wine business has changed. <laughs> That's, you know, you really epitomize Sonoma in so many ways. That combination of really the, the growing of the grapes, the making of the wine, uh, fine food and wine. I, Sonoma, to me, has always represented this combination of things because you have the Sonoma farm trails. You can go to all these producers who are do really high-end produce and, and animals. And then, you can, you know, the, I remember the Vela Cheese Company, you know, with that aged Monterey Jack. And, and mm-hmm. uh, just there are just so many neat things in Sonoma County. And I think, uh, Steve Letson, you really epitomize why people should go to Sonoma County. I mean, it's it, taste the wine, yes, but just enjoy the place. This is California as it used to be. Yeah, I think Sonoma Valley is very unique, and especially the Sonoma Square. It seems, you know, in my travels around the world, I and I, every time I come home here, I'm so appreciative of how hospitable and respectful and appreciative the people are in the Sonoma Valley. It's it's a different experience when you taste here, and people are just they just open their arms to you. And I think the Sonoma County growing region it has a vast array of different climates and regions, you know, where we can grow the Sauvignon Blancs or the Pinot Noirs or Zinfandels or Sangiovese. And then the areas where we're growing the cabs and big Bordeaux wines. It just has a, a huge array of different wines that are made here. And a lot of the philosophy, I know our philosophy here in our winemaking style is we believe that the vineyard makes the wine. And we don't like to manipulate the wine. We like to keep it all natural. All our fermentations, are, they're all natural. There's no inoculation. Even the malic is not inoculated. It's all a natural fermentation. And we just monitor wine and keep the tempers and stuff right. So we're, what we're doing is we're really bringing out that individual terroir, that site, that soil, that, that location. It's interesting that you could drive across Sonoma County and you can taste so many different wines and you can really get a feel of the soil and the climate from that area. Because you start at the coast where you get the fog and it's cool in the morning and then you end up, say, at Mountain Terraces, which is the, you know, the Moon Mountain District, where it's warm and it's high altitude. 
it's an incredible experience. And everybody here is so friendly. We pass people from one line to the other. We give great recommendations. And we, we have more time for people than in some of the other areas. Well, so. and I think in, in many ways, I mean, there, you know, let's, let's not denigrate some, uh, Napa. That's one of the world's great wine-growing areas. But Sonoma needs to be better known. Or maybe it doesn't, you know. <laughs> I have to say. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, let's, let's keep Sonoma <laughs> pristine but it is this great combination of produce of wine of really nice hotels and and i think that's the other thing is that it, it's there's nothing pretentious about sonoma county and just about it's about quality and boy that's that's a great thing in today's world well steve Ledson, you are also doing a wine cruise with ama waterways aren't you in fact, we just finished a wine cruise in November with them. And where, yes. where was that? Well, it was in Bordeaux. Ah. I get goosebumps thinking about it. We had such a phenomenal time on this river cruise. I've done a lot of cruises in my life, and, and most of them have been in the ocean on a large ship. Sure. You end up spending a lot of time out at sea, and you don't get to spend much time in the port. I found out that they, the ships have to buy this time that they're in there, and everybody's trying to get in the port. So lots of times you go in there, and you got to go right out. Yeah. But on these river cruises, we spent a lot of time in the ports where we could go into Lyon and a lot of these different towns and say, have lunch or have breakfast or have dinner and really experience the culture of that individual town. And every town seemed to have its own little character, its own little culture. And, you know, those towns go back and kind of what in the 1600s and stuff it's just amazing and some of those buildings are still standing and, and on our cruise they had a sommelier from france come on board and of course really made me feel good we he brought some really renowned french wines on there and we did a tasting and he he talked uh, about the wine the wine making the terroir and everything and then we tasted our wines and talked about it and he actually said you know i usually don't like american wines but i have to tell you yours are phenomenal <laughs> isn't that and nice so, yeah and everybody is they're just really personable people. I'm amazed that they can remember everybody's name like they do. I don't know how they do that. But beyond that, just the places, the boat is so clean and the food was really good and our time being able to be spent off the boat was phenomenal. And our time on the boat with the entertainment and bringing the, the sommelier, I wish I could remember his name. I have so many things going on in my life, I can't remember names. Oh, I well, know. But... I'm, I'm, you know, I either remember names or faces. But anyway, it was an incredible time. It's probably one of the best cruises that I've been on. We're going to put together another cruise with another 100 people. Whoa, what else was really isn't that great? What else was, it was really nice. And what else was really good, I think, for wineries to recognize is that we were going to fill the boat completely. And since I, this was, I hadn't done river cruises, I'd done a lot of ocean cruises, I didn't really know enough to get on the phone and say recommend it that much until I did this cruise. So Amway brought on about, I don't know, 30 or 40 people to fill the rest of the boat out, which made it really interesting because we sold several wine clubs. We sold $30,000 worth of wine to people that wanted that, you know, never tasted our product and were able to now get those and now club members. We made a lot of friends with different people from different areas. Not only did myself and my staff make friends, but you know, everybody on the boat made friends with other people. You know, oh. Probably long-lasting relationships. I've actually got some people coming out next year, a couple of different groups coming out to my ranch and going fishing with me in our place. And it was a really, really good time. And I think that they're, they put together these tours. Every one of them was really educational and fun. They weren't 
too long and they were just the right amount of time and they weren't like a long distance away. You'd get on some of these cruises, they're just, you'd drive a long ways in a bus. They were all oh, yeah. thought out. They were close and everything. So it was a good time. Never it really far was. from Great Wine in Bordeaux or Sonoma County for that matter. <laughs> except, <laughs> except you don't have a river cruise in Sonoma County. So the Russian River is not really cut out for cruising. No, that's, that, that wouldn't take a boat down it very well. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I think it's exciting to most every connoisseur of wine. I think, you know, all of us think we are at some point, no matter how much we've consumed, but it's always exciting to try other regions in the world and be able to, to talk to other people, get into wineries and talk to the winemakers and understand what they do and understand their their product and especially when myself and I'm going along and I'm interacting with the other winemaker and, and I'm explaining to the group this is what he's telling you in layman's language and this is what we're doing different and these are the reasons why they're different because of the soil because of the climate or the trellis system people appreciate that it, it brings when you come home and you have a glass another glass of wine you drink a bottle of wine you have a whole different appreciation for that bottle of wine and of course in France I mean in, in a lot of countries you they France especially is really well known for the food and their winemaking so you learn little things about what how this what wine would pair with this food and I would pretty happy with the cruise pretty happy well and you're planning uh you're already starting to plan another cruise do you have any idea where that's going to be yet or have you finalized your plans well we're probably going to go to bordeaux i have a lot of friends in bordeaux different <laughs> winemakers over the years i've met oh. and we're going to work with a way to do a cruise with them and then team up with the wineries that they know and then the wineries that i know oh and, what a great you know, great experience that would be <laughs> I just, I, yeah, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to well, be fun. Well, check out uh, amawaterways.com and amawaterways.com and keep up to date on that. You'll find out where uh, Steve Ludson is uh, taking you in Bordeaux for next year. You know, Steve, you really bring winemaking to life because it really is people like you who actually grow the grapes and make the wine that are such a reason for travel, meeting people like you. I mean, what a great treat that is, whether you come up to the Sonoma Valley or cruise on Ama Waterways. I think uh, you epitomize so much that's great about California wine. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I think uh, probably the, one of the best part of my jobs is just being able to socialize with the people, share my wines, and hear their stories. And it makes it, it sound like a job. It's a lifestyle. And <laughs> I really love that part of it. Well, I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, so, uh, Steve uh, Ledson, thank you so much for joining us here on Traveling. You're more than welcome. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it.